Equal parts lurid and absurd, Diana Vaughn's story quickly spread across 1890s Europe. She had, many claimed, given herself over to Satan during her time in Charleston, the holy city. What better place for the devil to wed? Two years had passed since Diana allegedly escaped from a secret satanic temple on the coast of South Carolina, finding safety in the confines of a French cloister. Forced to remain hidden lest she be silenced by assassins sent by her former fellow cult members, Diana's memoirs were the talk of France. Going on to sell hundreds of thousands of copies and gaining favor among the Catholic Church's top officials, the confessions of this former Luciferian high priestess turned nun detailed the alleged unholy rituals carried out among an all-controlling sect of Freemasons headquartered in Charleston's so-called Infernal Vatican. With Diana's celebrity beginning to wane, April 19, 1897 was to be the day of her grand public unveiling before an anxious crowd of clergymen, masons, and reporters. It was finally time for Diana to face the world, but she never appeared. Instead, what was revealed that day was an uglier, more honest look at the dangerous lies we spread about God, the devil, and man. Welcome. This is the first installment in a four-part series titled The Devil You Know, A Modern History of Satanic Panic in South Carolina. Written and recorded by me, Dustin Waters, special to the Charleston City Paper. Enjoy. Reports of Diana Vaughn communing with the devil reached the pages of her hometown newspaper just before the Christmas of 1896. It was around this time that Louisville's Courier-Journal shared Diana's curious story of redemption. Other stateside publications were soon to follow. Born March 1, 1864, Diana was said to be descended from a powerful alchemist who pledged himself to the devil by beheading an archbishop. In exchange for this ritual sacrifice, Satan added 33 years to the alchemist's life and told him how to make gold. The alchemist then moved to America, where he married the demonic bride that had been promised to him, thus tainting the Vaughn family bloodline for generations to come. Raised in a Luciferian household, Diana later relocated from Louisville to Charleston, the rumored headquarters of a secret Masonic sect called the Palladians and their Satanic Temple. Concealed at the center of a great maze, the Palladian Chapel contained the Sanctum Regnum, where a monstrous statue of Baphomet stood. It was here that Diana's first of many alleged meetings with the devil occurred. Meditating alone before a grimacing statue of Baphomet, Diana was startled as fire leapt out into the room, gushing up along the walls to surround her in flame. This display was quickly followed by seven claps of thunder in quick succession. Five spirits appeared, then vanished, and there sat before Diana, on a throne of diamonds, was Lucifer. Diana went to kneel before him, but the devil told her to remain standing. Forewarned of what was to come, Diana is said to have prepared herself for this dark master, quote, by a sort of fasting. 
in spite of being described rather tastefully as a young woman, quote, whom a careful education rendered difficult, Diana was satisfied beyond her expectations. His male beauty on this unforgettable day is unspeakable, she wrote of her first meeting with Lucifer. Under my pen, I find no expression to convey this imposing and beautiful splendor. No comparison is possible with the famous statues of Apollo or others. The most perfect. Oddly enough, the initial version of Diana's story that appeared in her hometown paper after her escape from Charleston was later corroborated by a local who claimed to have been a longtime acquaintance of Diana's and a fellow Palladian. This unidentified Louisville native told local reporters that this Luciferian religion had existed since the first year of light, and there were roughly half a million Palladians in America. By that time, many Catholic periodicals had already thrown their complete support behind Diana's tale of redemption, a bride of Satan who, through the grace of God, found salvation in the church. But it was her revelations on the alleged connection between Freemasonry and Satan that drew Diana her most devout fans among the clergy. In 1896, the Rosary Magazine wrote that, the work of Miss Diana Vaughn is no less important considered from an historical point of view. In fact, this young lady has opened to us a page of history which has been until now unknown. And what a page. How events of the last three years have been suddenly illumined by her. Hitherto, we have known but little of the true origins of Freemasonry. It is perhaps also worth noting that it was during this time that French director and illusionist Georges Millet would release a three-minute short film widely considered to be the first horror movie ever made. Titled The House of the Devil, the clip shows an ever-transforming Mephistopheles torment a pair of swordsmen before the demon is driven away by a crucifix. With this film in mind, it seems that the public's tastes were gearing toward the unholy and macabre in more ways than one. Although not all were so ready to accept the titillating confessions of a former bride of Satan, Diana had gained enough true believers to make headlines around the world and convince those in and out of power that a Masonic cult in Charleston held regular meetings with Lucifer every Friday at 3 p.m. But in what came as a shock to many at the time and perhaps a relief to others, her story was all a lie. We hope you enjoyed this first installment of The Devil You Know, a modern history of satanic panic in South Carolina. Please tune in for the next episode where we'll learn the truth behind Diana Vaughn and just how Charleston became the target of an international hoax believed around the world. Thank you. <laughs>